Prince, don't worry, baby. He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best, whether it's 9 o'clock weeknights on WABC or BillOReilly.com, where his interviews, his TV shows, and his columns are the best in the business, now and forever. Of course, you know about the Killing Series. You know, right now, by my bed, for example, at home, I've got two books. One is my own book, Citizens United, which I received in the mail last night. Very exciting. And the other next to that is Killing the Legends, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity, this amazing book that features Night with Ali, Presley, and Lenin. So here he is, in my estimation, and Bernie agrees wholeheartedly, the greatest of all time, our friend Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. You know, you guys sounded very smart at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. Yeah, and then Talking about uh, the guy got waxed in Afghanistan right. uh, because you read Killing the Killer. That's right. You no knew. Yes. And you didn't cite reading it, of course. You just sounded really smart. Stole it. Because uh, Soleimani, the Revolutionary Guard Iranian, was killed exactly the same way as our hearing. And we go through, in Killing the Killers, how the USA tracked and assassinated Soleimani. Now, um, I love the clips. I use those clips myself on the No Spin News on BillOReilly.com about uh, Scarborough and the other phonies um, saying when Soleimani got killed, oh, this was terrible and you shouldn't have done it. Of course, they don't know that under the Patriot Act, if Congress and the president designate an organization or a person a terrorist, then legally we can wax them anywhere on the planet. Right. And so I have a list of people that I want designated as terrorists, but it would be cruel (laughs) for me to say that on the Bernie and (laughs) Sister. That would be funny, actually. But just to further this before you and and Bernie get to Pelosi and the story of the day, uh, you're always talking about the hypocrisy about the media, and, and there it was uh, really vintage hypocrisy. Uh, and they always talked about imminent threat. Every cut we played, imminent threat, imminent threat. Look, I'm glad we killed this guy. This guy was involved in 9-11. They should all die. But the truth is, he was anything but, at this point, Bill O'Reilly, an imminent threat, right? I disagree. Oh, you do? Okay. I do. Um, what you have in Afghanistan, which is clearly demonstrated, is the Taliban working again with al-Qaeda. You, ha- you can't have a guy at that level living in a uh, little home outside of Kabul, and you don't think the Taliban know that? That's fair. Yeah, they that's know fair. it. Yep, that's fair. Yep. Okay? Yep. So if you have a government working with a terror organization, al-Qaeda, that is exactly what happened before the 9-11 attack, which is why we went to Afghanistan in the first place. So, you know, you have to put the uh, dominoes together and say this was predicted that once the United States left Afghanistan with that embarrassing withdrawal one year ago uh, by Biden, that al-Qaeda would reconstitute there and the Taliban would help them, which is exactly what's happening. Yes, that's true. Exactly. Yep. Okay, fair uh, enough. Yeah, no question. And, and also the, uh, the fact that the Chinese now occupy Bagram Air Base, I mean— just a what a what a, a, a total calamity this whole thing was. Now, I don't know what extent they occupied. I know there's a new Chinese restaurant there, uh-huh. um, but I don't know <laughs> yeah. if there are actual Chinese forces in background yet. But I, I'll find out. I'll find out. Yeah, no, I believe there are, and they're uh, taking advantage of the minerals uh, that that are uh, abundant there in Afghanistan as well. 
uh, from, from, from what, what I understand, Bill O'Reilly, but listen, uh, to Sid's point, uh, he was talking about uh, Taiwan, Nancy Pelosi, and your brilliant report this morning on the Bernie and Sid Show at 725, and I happen to agree. Uh, I, I am four square, I was and remain four square against uh, Nancy Pelosi traveling to Taiwan at this point. I don't think it helped any situation out whatsoever. It only makes her look good. That's it. And, it, it, by the way, it came on the same day that her husband went to court. A coincidence? I don't really think so. And you asked the question this morning, and I'll quote you, why Pelosi went to Taiwan remains a mystery. Uh, so do you want to uh, expe- speculate and expand on that, please? Sure. And I'll, I'll break a little news that uh, the Taiwanese government would not allow Pelosi's husband to rent a car in Taipei. <laughs> He could not drive around the island for good reason. Um, look, I'm a, I am not a partisan guy, as you know. Okay, and and I look at things like if there's a problem, let's solve it. And I know that uh, upsets uh, Kathy Hochul very much in Albany. What? What? You want me to solve a problem? Oh my God! Uh, yeah. And if there isn't a problem, don't create one. So Nancy Pelosi goes to Taiwan. All right. Why? No one knows. Oh, well, no, no, they're a trade partner. Okay, they're a trade partner. Is that going to change because you go there? Are you making a new trade deal? No. Well, let me ask you this. We, 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 the the, the uh, solidarity aspect of it, we know that China is more than inching their way there. According to Gordon Chang, they are amassing troops as we speak. Just as my devil's advocate, what if Nancy Pelosi, I can't stand, please, I can't stand her. But what if she went there to say to the Chinese, hey, we stand by Taiwan. We're not going to stand idly by. So you know what? I'm here to say hello. Just warn the Chinese people and the government, I should say, we're not afraid of them. That's not her job. I don't mind doing that, but that's what Biden's. He's the commander in chief. I know, but if he's not doing it and she no, is, no, no, why? no, no. Listen to me. Okay. That would be like Patton sending Cher to tell <laughs> the Nazis to knock it off. Okay. Okay. I mean, what is she doing over there? That's that's not her job. She's not the Secretary of State. And where is Blinken anyway? I think Blinken is at a Club Med somewhere. We haven't seen him. No. That's his job. Yeah. Look, if America wants to saber-rattle against China and say, you, you better not invade Taiwan, all right, it has to be done in a methodical, disciplined way. That It can't be, well, Nancy's going to show up for uh, less than a day, and we don't even know why, and there's no public statement at all. There wasn't anything. And it's not her job anyway. You think she is afraid no, of Nancy? Uh, I, I don't. But I'm, So you're more upset with the person than the actual somebody from the United it States. It wasn't being there. necessary. It caused, look, the theme of the Biden administration is let's cause as many problems as we can. Well, we'll start with attacking the gas industry so inflation ignites. Then we'll open the border and let everybody in. Then we'll support all these progressive DAs so local crime runs wild. Let's, we caused all that. Yep. I, I mean, agree. they come in and they make problems rather than solve problems. Yeah. That's my beef. Yeah. So yes. I know okay. that China is horrible. Look what they did to Hong Kong. And they'll try to do it. To Taiwan. And let me say one more thing, and this will please McGurk. All right. They never would have done this if Trump were president. Ever in a million years. And Ukraine wouldn't have happened either. 
because both Putin and she knew if they embarrassed Trump, Trump would get them somehow. Because that's what Trump is. Mm, if you go after Trump, you make him look bad, you say anything bad about him, he comes after you. So, you know, just keep that in the back of your mind. Absolutely. I, I don't want, in, at this point in history, the United States does not want a major confrontation with China. Of course not. Not in the middle of this economy. This is ridiculous. Agreed. If you if you want to prepare for it, okay, because likely it it will happen, and the odds are it will. Those people are unbelievable over there, those communists. But don't provoke it. Don't kick the rattlesnake. Right. It is aggravation we just did not need. Bill O'Reilly, listen, I know you talked about this on your show. I thought it would it was funny because uh well, we played the clip this morning. This was, I'm talking about The View inviting Ron DeSantis onto the show and his rejection of it. And he, he enumerated all the bad things they said about him, et cetera, et cetera. But I played the clip this morning of your appearance on The View, which uh, ended with, with the, the co-hosts, all of them, getting up off the couch and walking away. Uh, tell us your thoughts. Well, I did the view about 15 times when Barbara Walters was in charge because Barbara Walters was a friend of mine and she was a journalist. And as you may remember, Meredith Vieira was one of the first ones. She was a journalist. Well, now the program is run by ABC News. Is there anybody, anybody that is a journalist in that whole operation? No. God, no. I mean, that's Mad Magazine over there. Do you remember Mad Magazine? Of course. Yes. That's what the view is. I mean, they sit there and they say this astounding stuff. Yesterday, Whoopi Goldberg actually postured that God supports abortion. Yeah, she did. Yes. I mean, you're sitting there and you go, what? But this is what it is. So DeSantis very cleverly, and that was my point on even bringing it up, because I don't care what they say in The View. Nobody cares. Nobody watches. We talked about this last week. It's about two to two, three million people that's nothing so DeSantis they invite him on and he, he has his press guy release all the nasty hateful things those women have said about it so why would I do that I'm not stupid why would I walk into that right. I'll never do the view again in a million years I would never do that show because they're irresponsible and they're haters they hate you yes if you disagree with them Behar is the biggest hater on television totally agree the worst the worst it. Yeah, she cloaks it in this one. I'm a comedian. It's not funny. Hey, if you're a comedian lady, I'm moving to France, okay? Because <laughs> yeah. those people are funnier than you. Yeah, too. And by the way, Bill, don't think that I've forgotten uh, through this great conversation, and this is why you get the highest ratings of the week, don't think that I've forgotten that about four minutes ago you yelled at me. And uh, I don't know, you, you, like, you almost told me to be quiet. <laughs> Didn't I just disagree? That's not. Yelling. I was only playing. My, I was only like my kids, Billy. I was only if, Billy. Who's that? Billy. I was only playing devil's advocate for a second, and you're no, like, no, no, you listen to no, me. But I wasn't <laughs> yelling. I have to make my points emphatically. I don't know. I got two urchins, and if, if I say to the urchins, "Don't set yourself on fire," their reply is, "Why are you yelling at me?" <laughs> I'm only kidding. I couldn't you know, care less. It's great. It's all great. But I do want to ask you about something that has nothing to do with. Pelosi or Trump, and I asked Peter King the same thing yesterday, and it's because you are, uh, you're a guy with many interests, and you love sports, and you and I are going to a Met game together, in fact, next month, 
and we lost one of the all-time greats yesterday, or two days ago, Vin Scully died at the age of 94. You have to have some great memory, uh, Bill O'Reilly, with Vin Scully. Okay. So Fordham guy, um, very New York, even though he is attached to uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers for 67 years. He started in Brooklyn. Um, about six years ago, I called him up. And I said, Mr. Scully, Bill O'Reilly, and he was a fan. Oh. He had he liked the killing books and all of that. And I said, listen, would it be all right if I came into the booth for an inning? I, I just want to see how you do it because you're the best. And, I, I, and you know me, I don't kiss anybody's butt no. ever. No. And Sid found that out today. <laughs> um, so I, I call I call him and I said, look, I just want to – I won't be a pest – I'll bring a beverage for you, whatever you want. I just want to see how you do it. Um, and, he, and, and I did. And I went to Dodger Stadium, and I went wow. off to the booth, and I sat there, and I, I don't use a script anymore. When you're watching those spin news on BillOReilly.com, I don't have a teleprompter. I do it off the top of my head. When I do Bernie and Sid, I have, of course, voluminous notes. But not yeah. – he – that man – at age, uh, I think it was 87 when he was yes. there, uh, when I saw him, 86. He had recall hmm. that could go back to 1949 with Jackie Robinson. Unbelievable. And he could vividly paint a picture with his words that no one else, I don't think, not not even in sports, but in news, could ever do. It was a, it was a, And I looked at him. And he was a Catholic, a very, uh, you know, uh, staunch Catholic. And he knew that I, I, I'm a Catholic, too. And I said, you know, that's just as a gift from God. What you have, I mean, I was at, I, I'm very, very seldom in awe of anyone. I was in yeah. awe of that man. Wow. That's how good he was. Wow. Let me say one more thing. Yes. Let me say one more thing. John Sterling takes a lot of heat. From the idiots in the New York press, John Sterling is a a brilliant broadcaster as well for the Yankees. Could not agree more. 84 years old, and he makes it so entertaining. Those home run calls and the nicknames and all that stuff people make fun of, that makes the game more fun. That's right. And and when I see people going after that guy, I just go, you know, and look, we all know all three of us are in the media. We we have to take the garbage uh, that comes with the territory. But a guy like Vince Scully, a guy like John Sterling, um, they're just amazing individuals, and they add so much to people's lives who like baseball. Absolutely. <laughs> Vince Scully, a class act and, and a, a goat, the goat, just like you, Bill O'Reilly, I would say the goat right there. Yep. Uh, listen, Killing the Legends, uh, you can pre-order it, I would imagine. It, it is fa- fantastic. Yep. I'm reading it right now. It is, it is a page turner, if ever there was one. Uh, Bill O'Reilly on WABC at 725 at noon and at 9 o'clock at night. Big bad Bill O'Reilly. Listen, thank you so much for appearing on the Bernie and Sid Show. Watch the Sharks out there in Montauk, okay? They're afraid of me. Always <laughs> and, you know, continued success. Bernie and Sid, number one in the morning. Yeah, yeah man. There's, there's a promo right there. Bill O'Reilly, Bernie and Sid, number one in the morning. And uh, we got a great hour coming up, too. Won't get better after Bill, but... We got Beat Bernie and, yes, Joel Osteen, his debut on the Bernie and Sid Show, all coming up next hour. 
If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. 